This episode is brought to you by Spotify. On Spotify, you can tune into all of your favorite podcasts, playlists, and party tunes literally for free. Like, I don't even have a premium account right now. (laughs) You can tune into my podcast and so many of my guests' podcasts on Spotify, and you'll never miss an episode because you can just click follow and they will let you know when there's a new episode. And if you have premium, you can download the episodes and listen literally whenever, wherever, like on the airplane when you're super bored and flying to Paris. So if you don't already have it, download the Spotify app. You can search for the Mindset Magic Manifestation Podcast. Be sure to follow me so you can get notified every week for the new episode. Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Happy freaking Tuesday, you guys. How are you? I am so good sitting here with some ice cold water because newsflash, I am trying to get more hydrated. I'm really bad about drinking water, but I have this super cute pink Starbucks tumbler that I'm obsessed with that I've been drinking out of tons lately. Chilling with that. I have an apple cider candle going, selenite handy, of course, sitting in bed in Christmas PJs recording this intro for you guys. So today's episode is so much fun. It's with Kelly from the Freedom Babe. I met her in Hawaii and I've been following her journey for a while and she's such a gem. I love her and you guys are going to love this episode. We just talk about so many juicy things, including Kylie Jenner, which is obviously super fucking cool. But Kelly's just like me where she likes to travel a lot. So you guys are going to love her. Her Insta feed is to die for. So definitely check her out. Everything will be in the show notes. But before we hop in, I just have a couple little notes to give you. First of all, this episode is brought to you by my Mindset Magic and Manifestation Daily Ritual. So everybody has been getting this lately. Everybody has been loving it. And it is my mission mini course to set up your perfect daily ritual. It's only 37 bucks and you get every single thing you could possibly need to put together the perfect ritual from mind to body, to soul, to energy, to daily money habits, to taking inspired action. I give you like a literal formula for how to find what is like inspired action for you because everybody talks about it, but nobody tells you what is inspired action. Like, how do you know if it's inspired? So I give you the exact formula I use in the mini course. And along with all of that, you're getting a meditation. And whenever I update this course, you guys get updated stuff. And I'm going to be adding in a night routine workbook very soon. So you guys, if you want first class, if you want free coffee, if you want a new car, if you not want whatever you want, it starts with your daily routine. It starts with getting tuned in, getting high vibe. And that's what the morning routine is um, all about. So I will have that linked up in the show notes. Only 37 bucks, you guys. Totally freaking worth it. 
today's spiritual splurge, okay? So it's not an exact product or an exact brand, but it's something you guys need and it's something you guys need to start doing. So today's spiritual splurge is sage. Sage is an herb or like a plant and you get it in a bundle typically and you light it on fire and you let all the smoke clear the energy in your room. And I love sage. You can also do this with Palo Santo, but I've been super into sage lately and just saging my room every single day. And this, like I said, it clears the energy. It just gives you a really good high vibe, um, words out any stagnant energy, which has been really important for me because I've been doing a lot of mindset work lately, getting rid of old fears and, you know, old excuses, lots of BS that I was telling myself. And so doing that is like a symbolic cleanse of really getting rid of all of the stuff that's been stuck in the back of my mind. And I've been loving it. I just turn on some Drake, whatever I'm listening to, whatever rap music I'm into, and I just twerk it out, dancing out with my sage. And you can probably catch me doing it on my Insta stories. So get your sage. And then the last thing, super fucking exciting guys. Guess what? Round two is happening. My Mindset Magic Manifestation Method Signature Course is reopening for enrollment. I'm so pumped. This is a 12-week course, uh, and it also includes a three-day event with me in Cancun at the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, it's major, you guys. So I'm reopening enrollment. We start the first week of January. It's my fully transformed formative program to get your mindset in check and to find your magic and get you manifesting the life of your fucking dreams. So DM me on Instagram if you're ready for a transformation. I will give you all the info, including the details about Cancun, of course. And I'm just so excited for round two and to see all of the magic that you guys create. So with that being said, DM me DM me on Insta if you want in on the early bird deals. And yeah, oh my God, I cannot even tell you. I'll be talking about this a ton on Instagram. So just follow me. You'll see all the details. It'll be amazing. With all that being said, let's get into today's episode with Kelly. You're going to love it. So let go. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today's guest is no other than Kelly Marcinic, the freedom babe. She is your go-to freedom life stylist. So Kelly lives this like super luxe Canadian lifestyle full of travel and her Mercedes Benz and of course lots of wine. She's a business and lifestyle coach for millennial women who are ready to build a passion-filled and profitable online business while creating their own freedom. We got to bond over biz and chakras and all of the drinks at the Ritz in Hawaii and she is such a gem. So I'm really excited to welcome Kelly. Thank you so much. That was such a nice little intro. I loved it. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. I'm so excited to get you on and I'm sorry to all my listeners. You're probably sick of me bringing on all these Canadians, but I just love Canadians. Okay. (laughs) So you guys will just have to get into it. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's a good thing. (laughs) Totally. Okay. I think everybody knows that I love Canada, so they should be used to it by now, but it's fine. (laughs) We're going to kick it off with some speed dating questions if you're ready. So ready. Cool. Okay. What's your horoscope sign? 
I'm a Gemini, but I'm the first day of Gemini. So I'm like on the cusp of Taurus as well. But I feel like I'm more of a Gemini for sure. <laughs> we love a good crazy Gemini vibe. That's actually my oh, rising yeah. sign. So. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're pretty much psycho, but it's okay. <laughs> but it's a good thing. I mean, I think it's a, it's a good thing because you're more exciting then. Yeah. I mean, like the split personality thing, it works like, I don't know. It's not, I don't look at it as a bad thing. I'm just like, I have just have two different sides of me. So yeah, (laughs) not bad at all. (laughs) Right. Two girls to love in one. Like how could you go wrong? (laughs) Exactly. That is so funny. Okay. Are you a morning or a night person? I'm a night person. I really wish I could do the morning thing, but it is a struggle for me to get out of bed at 9 a.m. sometimes. So (laughs) definitely a night person. Okay. So how late do you usually stay up then? Honestly, not that late because I'm always like, oh my God, I should go to bed so I can try and get up early. And then I never get up early. So I usually go to bed around like 11, I would say, but like, I don't know. I sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just stay up and work it. But then I also feel like my boyfriend gets mad at me sometimes if I come in super late. I don't know. Maybe I'll try the <laughs> night thing and see how it works. Cause I'm definitely not a get up at 4 a.m. person and like work before the sun is up. Oh my God. Yeah. They get up at like 3 30, meditate in the sunrise. No. I, yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm like so slow in the morning too. Like, I don't know. Maybe I need a hobby in the morning. Like, I just sit on my couch and I. Like, res- like I'll meditate and do my daily practice, but I think I need to just put my phone in a different room and like use a timer on my laptop for when I meditate because I will scroll and scroll and scroll. Mm. And I'm like, wow, half an hour has gone by. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm such a procrastinator in the morning. Oh no. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of that way where like in the morning, I would say I'm a morning person. Like I will get up at like 7am, but I like to have a slow morning. Like I I love having that time to yeah. do what I want, to take my time. I don't want to be productive. I just want to like be, spend time on myself. <laughs> totally. I know. I think I just need to embrace it more. Oh yeah. Okay. So what is your morning practice? So when I first get up, um, I like wash my face, do like my skincare routine, brush my teeth, all that. And then I journal right now. I'm doing journaling before meditating, which I really like. So I'm doing, um, I just like have these questions that I've been journaling on. Um, I do that for like about 10 minutes or so. And then I will meditate for like around 10 minutes. Um, and then I was really good at doing this before I went traveling a few weeks ago. Since I've been back, I'm like working on doing it again, but I also try and read for like 20 minutes because I just love, I don't know. I'm so obsessed with personal development and like reading those kinds of books. And I find if I start my day off with, with like a personal development book, it makes such a huge impact on me. So try and read. And then while I'm doing all of that too, um, I usually make myself a cup of tea and I'll like grab my rose quartz roller. And usually while I'm reading, I'll just like roll my face, which feels so nice. And then I get into work after all of that. Oh my God. Okay. I've been dying to get my hands on a rose quartz roller and everybody's been posting them lately. And then you just mentioned it. So I think it's a sign I need to buy one on Black Friday. Totally. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Or get, um, I've heard really good things about, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but gua sha. 
Oh yeah. I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it is, honestly. It's like, I don't know. It's like this flat, like rock almost. Um, they come in the stones too. And then you like, I don't know it. I had to Google like how to do it, but you like basically just kind of pull the skin with the gua sha from like the middle of your face to the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I only tried it one time because my friend had one at her house on the weekend, but I've heard that it's a lot more, it's a lot better than um, the rose quartz or jade rollers and a lot more effective. Okay. Wow. So, well, I'm going to have to Google gua sha. <laughs> Yeah. Get on it. <laughs> I love it. And for your journaling, are you journaling through like the same questions every morning or do you just kind of aimlessly pick your own brain? What does that look like? Right now I'm journaling through the same questions. Um, I'll probably switch it up soon. I've been doing it for about 10 days or so now. Um, but if I, I find for me, it helps having prompts. Otherwise I'm like, what do I want to journal about today? <laughs> it's like, again, just sitting there like procrastinating a little bit. Um, but yeah, other times like it's about like maybe I'm working on something really exciting for the month. Like I'll do a journal entry as though it's the end of the month and I've like accomplished all the goals I set and I've like done all these amazing things. And I talk about how grateful I am for everything I've accomplished and all like the things I have and blah, blah, blah. So it really just depends on what I'm feeling that day. Like I try and make it as intuitive as possible, but right now it is the same questions. Um, until I get bored of that, we'll just keep going with it. (laughs) Yeah. Until everything manifests and you're like, wow, okay, I guess let's move on. (laughs) Exactly. I think it's good to have different journaling exercises, like depending how you feel and depending on what you're going through. Yeah, I totally agree. And like the procrastinating, like, what am I going to write about? That was literally me this morning. Cause like I do morning pages. So I write out three full pages every day. And today, like it's Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'm not thinking about anything. So I just like did a rampage gratitude list and I'm like, okay, good enough. (laughs) Like so on point for Thanksgiving. So that's perfect. (laughs) Right. It worked out super well. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I want to try the morning pages. I haven't really, yeah, I haven't tried that yet. It's just like you free write, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right, right. Um, It's three (laughs) full pages and you can literally write about whatever. Usually I'll write about like my dreams and then I write like the top seven things I want to do that day. And you know, literally whatever comes to my mind for me to fill up three pages, a lot of lists. (laughs) I love that. Okay. I'm going to search. I'm going to try that. That'll be what I start next week. Yes. Okay. Let me know how it goes. I'm obsessed with it. I will. Okay. What is the fave place you've traveled to? Oh my God. This is so hard. I know. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. I like saw this question and I was like trying to decide as I was driving home today. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say, honestly, I think like I think Hawaii might be oh, my favorite. Yay. It's so magical. It was the best. Like it was, I don't know. I really also loved New Zealand. That's what the other one I was mm. trying to decide between. Oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe New Zealand actually. I don't know. Don't make me choose. Oh, <laughs> okay. We'll just we'll have both. I love them both. Okay. <laughs> so Hawaii, they're so similar, which is really funny. Um, 
Hawaii, I, d- I just have never felt so grounded on a trip before than I did in Hawaii. Mm. So, and I felt like so connected to my higher self and just so at peace and like, wasn't worried about anything. Like it was honestly, uh, I don't know, like that was my favorite trip I've ever been on for sure. Um, and it's just such a magical place. Like you just feel, I mean, it probably like it helped that we were staying at the Ritz and you get right. like royalty, <laughs> but you just feel like so important. And it was so, yeah, I just, I really loved the vibe there. And then New Zealand, um, it's, it's so beautiful, just like Hawaii. Like it's like mountains and water everywhere, but there was this really insanely magical place that we went to in New Zealand called Cathedral Cove. It's on the North Island. Um, just, I don't know. I don't know how far it would be from Auckland, but Auckland's probably the nearest big city. Um, you have to Google it later. Like it is insane. It looks like like there, there's these massive rocks like shooting out of the water. Um, and then there's this like big cave kind of that connects like two sides of the beaches. And yeah, again, just one of those places that totally takes your breath away. And I just felt so again, grounded and like happy and at peace when I was there. It was, it was so amazing. Oh, so magical. And I literally feel the same about Hawaii. Like one of my favorite trips ever. It went like, I was the same way. It literally felt so grounded and like, was not worried about anything like outside of just being there and existing. The energy on the Island is so good. Like it's, it's literally indescribable. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It just felt feel like I was like so connected to my higher self there. <laughs> yeah. We all just need to move to Hawaii and stay at the Ritz permanently. <laughs> yep. I'm down. <laughs> Let me know when. Yeah. I'll put in on, on a suite that's permanently ours. Perfect. <laughs> love it. Oh, and I'm dying to go to New Zealand. So I love that you said that. It just oh, looks yeah. so gorgeous you know in every pick. It is like, it's honestly, you just like look around you and you're like, like, how is this even real right now? Like I remember (laughs) as well when we were on South Island and we went to, um, we went on a wine tour just outside of Queenstown and Mm. it was like, I just remember like all these like rolling hills around me and like these like big mountains. And I was like, oh my God, why do I live in Ontario? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I love Canada too. There's just so many places. (laughs) I know. I know. We just got to keep traveling. Yeah. Literally. I know. God, I love traveling. It's like, I always tell people traveling is my first love. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Like I will not give traveling up for anyone. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry. You're not important enough. It's my, it's my thing. Yeah, I'm married. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my first husband. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Okay. What's the coolest thing you've manifested? Ooh. Okay. This depends. Do you have another question for me about my most luxurious thing I've manifested? Um, the next one is what's your fave luxury splurge? So kind of. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like these go hand in hand. Is that okay? Yeah, totally. Okay. So it'd be my car. Cause I just got a Mercedes this year, a GLC oh, and I'm obsessed. So that was like definitely the coolest thing I manifested because, um, I like, 
I don't know. I wanted this car. I wanted this car for a long, well, I wanted the GLK, which is like the GLC. Okay. So the GLK is like the old version of the GLC. Sorry, the GLK is the old version of the GLC, and they stopped making the GLK. So the GLC is like the new GLK. Mm. This is probably really confusing to someone who doesn't <laughs> know what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, I wanted the GLK, which is the older version for so long. And then, like, summer of 2017, I like test drove one and I almost bought one, but something was just, something just fell off. So I didn't. Um, and then I, I test drove a couple of that summer, actually. And then I just like, I just like let it go for a little bit. I was like, okay, I just don't really feel like right now is like when I'm supposed to have this. And there was nothing wrong with that. I just let it go. And then um, in like December of last year, I was like, okay, I want to go test drive the GLC because that was like the brand new model. And I talked to an accountant and they're like, it makes way more sense for you to lease a car than to buy a car because you have your own business and you can write off more for taxes. Mm. So I was like, okay, sweet. Like you're giving me a reason to get a brand new car. I'm <laughs> right. so cool with that. So I was like, let me go test drive this new one because I haven't done that before. So I went and did that in December and I loved it. Like I was obsessed. And then um, this is something that was on my vision board for so long. I had like all my passwords to this for so long. And then I ended up, I think in January, the sales guy texted me and he was like, Hey, like, just curious, like what you were thinking, blah, blah. And I was like, honestly, like, I really love it, but I think I just want to save up for my down payment a little bit more so I can put more down. And he was like, okay. And I also wanted, um, a custom version of the car, which did literally didn't exist in any of the dealerships in the Mm. like Toronto area. So he was like, okay, well, we'd have to custom order for you because like, there's just them that you want around. Um, and it's going to take about three months for like the factory order car to come in. And he's like, you only have to pay 2000 up front and you can, you pay the rest of your down payment when you pick the car up. And I was like, Oh, oh my, God. my God. Like in that moment, I was like, okay, like I'm sold. Like this is happening. So I think I went and saw him like the next day. Um, and yeah, I put the, the $2,000 down and in April I got the car and it was just like it's just crazy to think about think back when like it think back to the time when it was something you really really wanted and to now have that it's like oh my god this is so cool like what is my life gonna look like in a year from now like what else am I gonna manifest so that was really cool and then I feel like it was definitely um what's the next question again about the luxury is it yeah like yeah what's your fave luxury splurge Okay. So that was definitely a luxury splurge for sure. Um, but I feel like other than the car, like, I don't know, I will like totally splurge in like a really good wine. Like I love getting wine from like the vintage section and like getting like a nice one versus a shitty one. That's going to like, doesn't taste good. I'm going to give me an awful hangover. (laughs) Um, I also love like, like a really nice dinner out. Mm, like I will like totally spend money on like a really nice fancy dinner out I love that 
And to be honest, I haven't, and I know like you're really good for like designer items, but I don't have a designer. I mean, I have a Marc Jacobs bag, but I don't think that really counts. I don't mm-hmm. have like a really nice designer bag yet. So that's something I'm working on manifesting. Oh my God. Yeah. Like you I will need, totally like, splurge on it. I just haven't found, I know I need one so bad, but I haven't, the one that I really wanted, they stopped making. So I haven't oh. found one that I love more than that yet or just as much as that so that's the reason I haven't got one yet Mm, I could see you with like a really nice like Givenchy bag Ooh, like the ones that like come out at the sides yes that's exactly what I'm envisioning like you in front of your car a denim jacket moment holding like some wine with your Givenchy like how cute (laughs) <laughs> you're giving me all the feels right now <laughs> all the feels yeah I'm obsessed okay you need to seriously you need to send me a photo of the one you're thinking of so okay I, can, I will I after this okay love it Uh, I literally have the exact one in mind it'll be so cute yeah I will send you a link after this but that is amazing I love the whole car story like I am like my dream car has been on my vision board for Evs, I want a Range Rover so bad, uh, but I'm waiting okay. to move. Have you test drove home. it? Not yet, because I know I want to buy it. <laughs> no, you need to go test drive it because like you, I mean, if you buy it, then go for it. But otherwise it's just going to light the, like, it's going to light the fire for you. And when I test drove the car, I thought it was like so far out of my reach before I went into the dealership. But once I like test drove it, and I sat down with them and talked to numbers. I was like, okay, now I know what I'm working towards. Now I know like what my new normal has to become. And like, it happens so much faster when you do that. Mm. So you need to go test drive it and like, look at the numbers. With oh my them. God. Okay. Well, next time there is like a Land Rover Range Rover dealer in Omaha. So next time I'm in my hometown, I'll go test drive one. I'll send you pics of me in the driver's okay. seat. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. Totally. Because it literally took me like from the first time I test drove it to when I like received it, like when it was sitting in my driveway, it was a nine month period. Oh my God. Shut up. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to do it. Oh my God. Okay. Going to do it. I've been avoiding because I want to buy it when I moved to California after I graduate. And so I feel like if I go test drive it, it's just going to kill me. But I think it will kind of light a fire under my ass so I can just like start saving, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Because you won't want to be without it. So you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to do everything I can to make, to like get this car. (laughs) Mm, I love this little mini coaching session via podcasting. Can we do this more often? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. Okay. What is your favorite book right now? Ooh. Okay. Honestly, it's the book I just read, um, which is called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by Harv Ecker. (laughs) It's so good. Like, honestly, it's like, it's such an easy read. It's like maybe max 200 pages. It's not, um, it's not like a thick book or anything. And it's also like the pages are small. So like they're, they're really short, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get through it so quickly. And like the content, it's honestly, it's, well, it depends how much money mindset work you've done. But for me, there's, a, there was a lot that I already knew, but it helps to hear it over again. And then there was also a lot of things that I didn't know. Um, and yeah, it was just such a game changer. And honestly, ever since I read that, my 
financial situation like has it was it was in a good place already but it's like improved so much since I read that book oh shut up okay literally buying the book tomorrow when I go Black Friday shopping gonna go test drive my Range Rover like we're all about to become millionaires because of Kelly (laughs) (laughs) you've got homework to do (laughs) yes all right that one's been on my list and I after I saw you I think you posted about it on your Insta stories I was like oh my god like I've been wanting to read this book so this is just the push I needed it's so good yeah Go get it. What Text was your me biggest? You get it. I will. What was your biggest takeaway from the book? You think? Um. Honestly, for me, it was like how to manage my money better because mm-hmm. I was someone who was just being like, okay, I have like this bill to pay and this bill to pay, and I would like pay my bills and then be like saving or like putting to like past investments, what was left over. And I felt like I was never like making a dent in anything. Mm. And then when I read that, there was a chapter about like managing your money and he tells you how to do it. I did tweak it a little bit um, for a way that I felt would better suit me. But now that I, like now every time I get a payment that comes in, I know exactly how much I'm putting to taxes. I know exactly how much I'm putting to saving for a home because that's something I really want in 2019. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how much I'm putting towards like any past investments. Um, and then I also know exactly how much I'm putting towards um, like self-care and traveling, which is something else that's really important to me. So like that's just, that's like actually helped me like make more money because I feel so good when I manage my money in that way. And I feel so like responsible almost, but in like a really cool way that my energy is in such a good place. So like in return, I'm calling in more money or I'm manifesting more money because of it. Mm, I love that. That is such a good takeaway. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Managing money changes everything. I know it really does. I started after a Hawaii trip, I started tracking my money again. And it just, it really does make you feel more empowered. It's like, cause you know, what's going on, you know, the behind the scenes, you know, where you're headed. And it's exactly that energy that you're putting towards it. That creates more of the money. Exactly. hundred percent. Mm, okay. And last speed dating question. What's your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment? Oh my God. So I'm just, and this is ever since I went to LA and I tried oat milk, I just love a regular (laughs) latte with oat milk. It's so good. I, it's honestly better than regular milk. Like it has such a creamy, like yummy taste to it. I actually, I think I might have a sensitivity to oats. I did like one of those muscle testing things with a nutritionist Mm. um, a few months ago and I'm pretty sure oats is something I'm not supposed to have, but whatever. But I don't worth do it. <laughs> yeah. Oat milk is so good. It's so good. Okay. So do you have like the Oatly brand in Canada? I'm not sure because to be honest, I, I don't make coffee at home. Like I'll just have okay. a tea at home. But if I'm going to a cafe, um, I will, that's what I'll get. So I'm going to have to What's it called? Oatly? Oatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. It I get the chocolate one because I'm obsessed with getting like mochas. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. like the best oat milk that you can buy and have at home, in my opinion, I guess. <laughs> so good. Okay, amazing. I need to I need to see if they have that. Is would it be good in a smoothie? 
Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, it has like the perfect consistency for smoothies. I am just obsessed. <laughs> All right. Oat milk is the new almond milk, you guys. Oh, hell yeah. That and coconut milk. Like, I am a coconut milk fanatic, and I feel like nobody talks about it. <laughs> yeah. Coconut milk is really good too. That was like another, I'm not supposed to have coconuts either. I know that for <laughs> sure. But I'm like, I don't even want to check the paper again because I'm like, let's just pretend that I can have oats. Yeah. Let's just act like there aren't restrictions. That's so funny. And yeah. when we were in Hawaii, one of the days I got like a blended mojito and it was made with coconut milk and it was so good. It was like a mojito. Oh, smooth, yum. Right? Oh my god, I've had I had that too in Hawaii. It's like oh really? Yeah, it was a frozen. It was the frozen one, right? Yes, it was so good. Yes, so good. I was obsessed. Even I think um, I ordered that. Amberly ordered like a skinny margarita, Mm. and then she tried mine, and then we got like another round of both, and we're supposed to share, but she just drank the mojito, and I was like, (laughs) I didn't even like the margarita that much. Oh my God. That's so funny. Just take us all back to the Ritz so we can get more frozen. Oh, seriously. (laughs) Okay. Let's dive into you. So how was the freedom babe born? Just take us back. Okay. So I mean, I could take you back a long, long time, but I'll just take you back (laughs) to when I had my coaching business. So I started, um, like just my own personal brand and business about two years ago. And at the time it was just kellymarciniac.com. And I, like, I knew I always wanted my brand to be something else. I wanted, I wanted to have like an actual name. I didn't really want it to be my personal name because I was like, for one, no one understands my last name or knows how to (laughs) say it. That like, I just don't feel it's, like a very standout name to be honest um and I think it's like kind of confusing but I also didn't have the idea of what I wanted my brand name to be so I was like okay whatever I'm just gonna like put this out there when I have the idea I'll rebrand and then I think like that following May oh by the way when I had when my brand was kellymarciniac.com it's like so it's kind of cringeworthy to like think back you know when you think about like, like your <laughs> first things you put out there in business right. like, oh. oh yeah um i think i had a, a tagline that was like design your freedom or something oh, like that like i was God. always obsessed with freedom but i uh, i like yeah not in the same sense but i i always was about living a freedom lifestyle mm-hmm. um and then yeah, I think if we fast forward to like May of 2017, I think I was putting together, I was putting together a brand new coaching program and I was planning like the webinar of how I was going to launch it. And I was like writing out a list of a bunch of different names that I could call um, the webinar. And one of the things I wrote down was the freedom babe. And I like stopped and I looked at it and I was like, holy shit. And like, I just got this like wave of like energy that came over me. And I just like knew in that moment, I was like, this has to be my brand name. Like, this is what I've been missing. This is what I've been looking for the last like six months or whatever. Um, and this is why, like, I didn't have a brand name to begin with because like I, it's supposed to be this. And I just didn't have that awareness then. So I ended up, I think I still called the webinar, like the Freedom Bay Mastermind, or I don't know, something like that, or whatever it was called. And I think I may have called the program that too. I can't remember. But um, yeah, 
after that, I, I like just knew it was like one of those instances where I just knew and I asked people for opinions, but I also knew that no matter what they said, I like was still going to do it. Like I was just <laughs> so attached and in love with it. And then, yeah, after that, um, I just, I spent some time getting new photos and I was working with like a website designer to like do a rebranding process. So I didn't actually fully launched the freedom babe until about a year ago. Um, but it was, it was a long time coming because before I even had my brand and business, I was in network marketing and the thing that drew me to that in the first place was the freedom lifestyle. So freedom is just always something that's been so important to me. And I feel like every step along my journey kind of led me closer to the freedom babe. And once it was born, it just is something that has since then just felt so perfect. Mm, I love that. It's so good. And actually I started in like network marketing as well. And I loved the idea of like setting my own hours, making my own money, like not having somebody to tell me what to do. So that's super funny. I just, I loved the freedom aspect of it. And I think that's why we like to travel. We just like to be like without like borderlines, without all of these guidelines. hundred percent. Like I, I'm someone who I hate being told what to do. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and it really, like, it just irritates me, like, at a cellular level. Mm -hmm. um, so it's funny because even before I had any idea I would, would go into entrepreneurship, it, like, it all kind of makes sense now. Like, I feel like freedom is just in my blood. <laughs> right. I love that it was, like, an energetic takeover almost for you. And it's, like, you knew that, like, that's what it was going to be. And it's so crazy to look back and think, like, oh, my gosh, all this stuff lined up so perfectly. Like, of course, this is exactly how it was supposed to turn out. Of course, I wasn't going to know because I had to get to this point. It's just so wild how the universe, like, orchestrates everything behind the scenes it really is and that's why for people who are just starting out and they're like unsure like have an idea but aren't 100 percent, like you just go with it anyways because I never would have got I never would have found the freedom babe if I didn't take the action in between you know mm -hmm. what I mean like it wouldn't have come to me by me just sitting on my ass waiting for it to be planted in my head it comes by taking action Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Take action, people, please. That has been like the theme of the month. Like every guest I've been talking to for the podcast, everything I've been talking about is all about taking action this month because it's so important. Um, and so I'd love to hear like three of your top tips for like taking action to step into our inner freedom, babe. I love that question. Okay. So <laughs> This is actually perfect because like something I teach like all my clients and my entire community is like my three freedom foundations, which I really feel are the three steps to unleashing your inner freedom, babe. So the first one is just like giving yourself the freedom or the permission to dream and to dream bigger. Like there's so many of us that like want to travel, want to quit our jobs, want to live this amazing lifestyle, but we're not giving ourselves that permission to like set the bar and like actually tell ourselves that that's possible. So the first like tip is really about just for one, give yourself the permission to not limit yourself and dream as big as you possibly can. And whatever like ideas that you have feel crazy like you have those for a reason so honor those and just like even write out the vision you have for your life like 
where do you want to be in a year from now, three years from now, five years from now? What do you want to be doing? What does that lifestyle look like? And don't let yourself, don't let like your brain say, is that possible? Can I really have that? Like just write it out without limiting yourself. And then the second tip is, um, the, like believing in yourself and knowing that for one, like I said before, like knowing if you have those dreams and you have those desires that you have them for a reason. And I think so many of us maybe do have those dreams and have these big goals and desires that we want, but then we're telling ourselves things like it's not possible or that could never happen to me or I can never have that or I don't deserve that or who am I to have that. And that's where you have to flip the switch and start telling yourself something different that's actually supportive of you and your dreams because your subconscious, your brain, your like entire being is going to believe what you continue to tell it over and over and over again. So if you want to have this amazing freedom lifestyle that you're dreaming about, you have to start believing that it's possible and start telling yourself it's possible and surrounding yourself as well around people who are making it happen because that's going to increase your belief system so much. And then the third tip is to take the action. So you really have to take the action at the end of the day. I mean, it's one thing to dream about it and it's one thing to believe it's possible, but unless you're taking the steps to meet the universe halfway. Um, again, it doesn't just happen by sitting on our asses. So you have to get into that action. You have to figure out what are the steps that I need to be taking um, to make this possible and to set myself up for this life, for this life and then take those steps and do those things. So it's going to be something different for everyone. Um, I think that we all know intuitively what it is. For me, it was like building a brand and a business and a platform. For other people, it is going to be entirely different. But as long as you're taking action in a way that feels aligned and feels exciting, and it will feel scary as well. So don't run away from what feels scary because that's a sign that it's something you need to do. Then it's going to put you on the right path and the universe will meet you halfway. And that's when we actually become our inner freedom babe and we live these freedom lifestyles that we've been dreaming about for so long. Oh, I'm obsessed with this. And I just love this whole process. And like, especially with the first step, it's just allowing yourself to dream. Like there you guys go. There is your journal prompt for tomorrow morning. Like, what do you want your life to look like a year from now? I feel like not a lot of us like have the space to sit down and think about that. And like, that's why I love having coaches and being a mastermind. So it's like, it's that space to dream. And it's like being around those people who also believe in themselves, which ties straight into the second piece. And then when you finally have that clear vision, you can take the action and you can make that your reality. And I just, I think that kind of even goes with the whole um, process of manifestation is like, you need to decide what's possible for you. You need to decide what it is that you desire and get your vibe straight, get around people who have high vibes, who are owning their shit, who have what they want and then go take some fucking action. So I love that so much. Oh, I'm so glad it resonates with you. And yeah, you're right. It's exactly the same as manifestation. And I just think that when we're not living the lifestyles or don't have the freedom that we really want, we're usually stuck at one of those steps mm -hmm. or all. So it's like, 
if you don't know what you're doing wrong right now, then maybe just go through those steps again and be like, okay, well, what am I not doing and where do I feel like the roadblock is? Yeah. Where do you find a lot of your clients getting stuck at? Like which step? I feel like it's different for everyone. So I would say like the beginner clients, um, it's usually the dreamer believe. Actually, yeah, I would say usually the dream. Like I think like most beginner people um, just like haven't set the bar high enough for themselves and just think that they're supposed to live a life that where they have to work 40 hours at a job they hate and travel once a year, if that, and do that for 40 years until they retire and eventually die, right? It's like, okay, well, that's the first step is you need to set the bar higher. And then I find with the people who are a bit more advanced and I work with women who have businesses. So it's usually the women that have businesses, they either don't know what action to take and that's where they get stuck or they're taking action, but they're doubting their ability to impact other people and to actually make a difference. So it's Mm -hmm. funny because even if you're, you kind of always have to be like circling through those foundations because even if you're at a point where you've set the bar high, you know that you can like launch a business and then you're taking the action, then I find usually you'll get stuck within one of them again. It's like, okay, well, I'm taking the action, but I don't actually think that this can work or I don't actually think that someone's going to sign up for my program and, and buy from me. I don't think that I'm going to have a successful launch. Then it's like, that's where you need to go back and do that work within that foundation. Mm, Yeah. So it is like a constant cycle. It's like, okay, you get to one point, go back through, get to the next point, go back through. And it's true that like, we have to keep up leveling. We have to keep growing. We're evolving creatures. Like we are literally vibrations. So we're always moving and shaking. And I like how you said when you're stuck is to just go back and find where you're stuck because technically we're never stuck. We're always moving because we're vibrations. It's like, where are you telling yourself the same thing over and over again? That's keeping you there. So I love that. Exactly. A hundred percent. Okay. Well, how important has spirituality been in this journey? This process is super similar to manifestation. So I'd just love to hear how spirituality and personal growth has like affected you, has affected your business and all of this. Oh my God. So important. So when I was in network marketing, that's when I kind of first started, maybe not so much the spirituality component, but definitely the personal growth. So I've always been really into that. And I've always known it's so important. Um, and then the spirituality side, I, I really noticed that early on in my business when I was, cause I'm a lot more naturally, um, masculine in terms of energy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm way more like logical and like, we'll do the work and we'll hustle and stuff like that to make the results I want happen. Um, and I, I realized very early on in my business that that will quickly lead to burnout and it's not sustainable. And I also realized quickly early on that it was like, I was trusting the universe, but I didn't even know that I was. So I remember when I got my first client, it just happened so naturally and easily. And I took the action, I put energy out there and it worked. And then after that, I found myself like hustling all the time and working really hard and like doing all like the logical things. And I was like, wait a second, like, this isn't how it happened the first time. So why am I expecting it to happen 
like this same or this way this time. And that's when I really had to focus on trusting something bigger than me. And that's when I like really kind of worked my spirituality muscle and I, and I did the more feminine things and I trusted the universe and I did the journaling and like all that inner work. And when I did that, I got results that were like so far beyond what I was getting when I was just hustling all the time. So it was such an eye opening thing for me because I realized in that moment, like you don't have to hustle and be so like, I don't know, masculine and logical and everything for this to work. It's going to work the best when you rely on something bigger than yourself and also take the action. So ever since that point, which was probably like month three in my business, I've just made the spiritual stuff a priority because I know that when I'm tapped into that side and I'm connected with that side of me is when I get the best results. Mm, I totally agree. And that aligns perfectly with your brand, like the freedom babe, like you don't need to be boggled down by this idea of hustle and working hard. Like you want to be out like drinking your wine and traveling the world and living a freedom based lifestyle, being happy and like being your best self and then let that attract the clients, let that attract the audience because people will aspire to have lives like that as well. And it's like when we're in our natural element of just being happy and allowing is when all the good things come to us. That's something I, a huge thing I learned while being in Hawaii. Cause I just like, I had manifested so much on that trip. And I was like, I was just like living my best life. <laughs> exactly. No, it's so true. And it's like when you're forcing things to happen or you're like pushing, 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 and you're not allowing yourself to tap into that more feminine spiritual side. Like it's, it just, it's for one, it's not pretty. And two, right. it doesn't work well. Mm -mm. Yeah. What's a really quick and easy way for you to decipher, like when you're being too masculine and when you're being too feminine and how do you find that balance? So for me, when I'm being too masculine, I, it looks like me working a lot of hours, which obviously sometimes needs to happen if like I'm in the middle of a launch or I'm doing certain things. Um, but the difference is when I'm out of balance, I'm doing a lot of work and it doesn't feel good. I'm not feeling excited. I'm not feeling inspired. Like there's times where I can work all day because I'm so freaking excited about what I'm doing. And there's times when I can work all day and I get to a point where I'm like irritated and like frustrated. And that's when I know I'm not bringing the feminine in enough and I need to take a break and I need to slow down or I'm going to burn out. And then on the other hand, for me, I actually hate when I'm too in the feminine because <laughs> I feel like I don't feel good at all. That for me feels like pretty much just not taking enough action and being like, okay, like just waiting for a sale to come through or waiting for a client to sign up, but like not actually taking the action to get there and maybe just kind of expecting it to happen without doing my part. Um, and I don't like being in that situation. That's when I know that I need to get into action to get re-inspired and to get the results I want. And that was actually a big thing I went through for like off and on for a lot of this year is I would, I think I was afraid of 
hustling and I actually have never shared this before. So this is kind of cool, but I was afraid of hustling and I was afraid of burning out. And I was thinking, well, if I'm working too much, people are going to think that I'm not living on brand and that I'm not living a freedom lifestyle and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And then then I realized I'm like, okay, well, for one, you have to put some work in or you're not going to have a business (laughs) at all. Right. (laughs) And two, it's like, yes, you like you don't want to be hustling 24 seven, but also a business takes a lot of work. Like it's a freedom lifestyle. You don't just snap your fingers and have that. Like it takes work to get there. And yes, I've created an amazing lifestyle for myself, but I'm still growing on that. And there's still things I want to do, which are going to require me to work. So I had to like almost stop shaming myself for working and look at that as a way to for one, get re-inspired and also create more freedom in my life. And once I started doing that and I got back into taking the action, but also making sure I was letting myself take breaks and like do the fun stuff when I needed to, that's when I got the best results. Mm, I love that. And I think that's super that interesting. Yes, you did. <laughs> Okay. I think that's super interesting because like a lot of people now there's like half the internet is like hustle, hustle, hustle. And then the other half of the internet is like never hustle, always in flow. And you're like, Oh my God, like, do I want to hustle or do I want to always be in flow? And it's like, no, fuck both of them. I want to be somewhere in the middle. And I like recently had something kind of like that. It's like, Oh, I don't want to look like I'm working too hard, but like, I also want to work hard. And it's kind of a confusing thing to navigate sometimes. I know it is. And you're so right. There's not enough people showing it both ways or showing like showing how to have a balance between the two. And when you do have a balance between the two, it's honestly the best thing in the entire world. That's when you feel the best. That's when you get the best results. And like, that's what creates a sustainable business in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like the, I think the freedom babe lifestyle is whatever the fuck you want to make it. And so it's like, how can somebody think I'm not living a freedom lifestyle when it's my definition and it's going to be different than theirs too. Cause like, the freedom lifestyle is going to be different for every single person. Like you said. Exactly. Exactly. That's so interesting. Okay. I want to talk about this spiritual awakening that you have had of seeing Kylie Jenner in person. (laughs) I call that a spiritual awakening because I would be shook at my core. Honestly, love her. 10 out of 10. Um, so I think, okay, I'm mainly just asking this question because I want to know, but I want you to tell the story of what happened, but I also want to know, like, what was her vibration? Like, did she like walk by you and you were like, Oh fuck, like that's the billion dollar vibe. Like, what was that? What did it feel like? That's like, I really want to know, but I'd love for you to tell this story first. So other people know what we're talking about. Oh my God. I love this. This is such a good question. And it's so funny because I never thought about what her vibe was like really. But as soon as you asked me that, like I got the sensation of like, I love it. (laughs) Okay. So first, okay. So the story first and then what her vibe was like, is that, was that the question? Okay. So what, okay. So when I was in LA, it was right before we were in Hawaii and I did my own client event there. And, um, my, I took my VIP client to the polo lounge. We went to dry bar, got blowouts and then went to the polo lounge. It was seriously the best day. And then 
as soon as we sat down, we were like, okay, play it cool. Like we both had never <laughs> been to the polo lounge before. And we like, everyone had told me you're guaranteed to see someone famous. So we're telling each other to play it cool. Meanwhile, our heads are like, basically spinning around like our necks are basically spinning around our entire body like we were we couldn't stop moving we were like looking left right behind us like everywhere and we didn't even realize we were doing it though because we were just I don't know so in the zone so excited to be there we're just like who are we gonna see and then after a while we're like okay we need to order a drink like calm the fuck down like let's just get our shit together here so we try and look at the drink menu, which was a disaster because we're just thinking like, who are we going to see? Actually, we may have seen her before that. I don't know. But then at one point, um, so we were sitting very close to the door and when they first sat us there, I was like, ew, this is a shitty table. Like I want to be like in a booth near the back where like right. all, obviously all celebrities are. And then I realized quickly after that, I was like, actually, this is a really good spot because we get to see everyone who comes in and leaves. Mm, and then yeah. my client leans across the table at one point and she's like, oh my God, I think I see Kylie Jenner. And I was like, Ugh. what? <laughs> and she's like, I'm pretty sure I see her friend Jordan. And I'm like, that has to be her beside her. And she said that I think like her and Jordan made eye contact or something, but she recognized Jordan first and then was like, wait a second. And then she like looked at the situation more and was like, oh my God, it's Kylie. So then I looked, I couldn't really see as well as her. There's like a plant in the way or something, but eventually like I got a glimpse and I was like, oh my God, that is her. And then I don't know, within like 10 minutes later, she was like, okay, they're getting up and they're leaving. She's like, play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> they um so again we're sitting super close to the door they walk by also she had a security guard with her so it was like her two of her friends including jordan kylie pushing the stroller and the security guard behind her i'm not even kidding like i don't know six feet from me like so close and i was just like oh my god like <laughs> just saw Kylie Jenner and like I could have thrown a rock and it would hit her like it was so she was so close so her vibe like uh, her vibe I would say okay also for one I have a theory I think because we were like who's in the back corner and we like you can't see it unless you're sitting back there and I was like I'm surprised Kylie wasn't back there and then I was like actually I think that she doesn't want to be like, I think she wants to be seen. I think she wanted to be oh, like semi own public. You know what I mean? I like that's their whole, I feel like that's their, the Kardashians' whole thing anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. But then, yeah, her vibe, honestly, like, so she was just wearing, I can't remember what she was wearing on her bottom. I don't know if she's wearing shorts or I think she was wearing pants. She was just wearing like a, a t shirt. It was like, Halloween weekend and I'm pretty sure she had a party the night before her hair was just in like a pulled back low bun situation Mm. no I don't think she was wearing makeup she was very like natural looking and her vibe I honestly like I just feel like she's really sweet I don't I didn't I don't know her I didn't talk to her but like that's the vibe (laughs) I got like I don't feel like it was intimidating, I guess, in a way, but like not really. Like I just feel she would be a super sweetheart. Mm, 
Oh my God. This story is literally my favorite. I'm picking up from her and I feel like I have good, I have good intuition. So yeah. Yeah. I think she's a good person. You guys. So cool. I would think I would cry. Like I think the thing that blows my mind is she's literally my age and I'm like, Oh my, it's like in a billionaire. So I always am wondering like, yeah. well, because we always have a certain vibe and like we attract what's at our vibe. So I'm like, what the hell is her vibration and how do I get there? And then you like, saw her and I was like, I need chill. to know. <laughs> super chill, super like from the vibes I picked up, super sweet. Yeah. Just like a normal person. But yeah, I think you're the next Kylie Jenner. Oh my God. I, I definitely wasn't doing what you were doing at your age. <laughs> <laughs> I would pass. I would love to be her friend. She's so cool. And I just need to know the ins and outs of her skincare routine because her skin is amazing. Like what facials are you getting, I girl? Know. Sign me up. <laughs> that is one thing I recognize too. Her skin was like so nice. Mm. That is so amazing. I could just pass out. Like, oh my God. Okay. So we all need to be nicer. We all need to be sweet angels, like little storm storm. And then we can be the next Kylie Jenner. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Lesson learned. If you take anything away from this podcast, yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the point of like, that you think she wanted to be seen. Cause I'm sure that's true. Like they want to be out and about and like people taking pictures and like, you yeah. know, people spreading their face, their message, everything. And I think, I mean, that's super strategic, honestly, put your face everywhere. And she has perfect skin and is beautiful. So like, I don't care if I'm wearing makeup or not, like I'm getting out there. <laughs> exactly. And I think too, um, well, you're actually not even supposed to take pictures at the polo lounge. So I think we would have gotten a lot of trouble if we did. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely think she was okay with being noticed, especially because mm-hmm. she had security with her. Oh yeah. That's so cool. Okay. I cannot wait. I'm going back to LA for my birthday in January and I cannot wait to go to the polo lounge. We'll send updates on the celebs. <laughs> oh yes. You have, like, I think if you put in your head, I'm going to see someone, you will see someone. Oh my God. Totally true. I'm going to manifest saying Kim Kardashian. That's what's going to happen. <sighs> yes. Oh my God. I want to see Kendall next time. She's my fave. I had a dream that she was in the other day. So, you know, maybe we're all connected. So (laughs) she's like my spirit animal or something. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to tell you about the dream after this because it was super weird. So we'll talk about that after the podcast. So funny. Okay. So since we're just on this vibe topic, topic, let's just shift into a little bit about manifestation to wrap everything up. So what was it like manifesting your first five-figure month, your first five-figure week even? I saw that on your website. Like, what was that like? What mindset shifts had to happen? Share the deets. Oh my God. I think for one, it's just kind of going through those foundations again. Like for one, deciding that you want that. Um, knowing that it's possible and then taking the aligned action to make it happen. So for me, I feel like my, okay, so I had, for my first year in business, which was last year, I knew that I wanted to make six figures. So it's like part of making six figures would obviously 
be at some point making consistent 5k months. You know what I mean? It was just part of that bigger picture. And I think because I aligned myself with the six figures, it was, it was able, or I was able to receive those 5k months so easily and so naturally. And then a 5k week, I mean, it's just, I think that again, it's just setting the bar high, knowing it can happen, trusting, believing it can happen. And doing the work and doing that on a bigger scale too. So it's like, if you want a 5k week or a 5k month, part of it is like setting yourself up to actually receive that. So for example, um, let's say you are selling a 5k package, um, knowing that if you want to have 5k months, it's like, okay, well, how, what is the payment plan for that? And how many people do I need to sign up to actually get that? And then from that point, taking the action and tracking where you're at, but also taking the action in an aligned way. And that's where the feminine energy comes in. So just taking that action and tracking where you're at and constantly like just checking in with yourself and staying excited and keeping your energy in a good place and showing up as though it's already happened. It's so easy to get caught up and be like, Oh my God, when I have a 5k month, I'll do this. But it's like, no, I want you guys to think about everything you would do if you had your first or next 5k month or 5k week, what would you be doing? How would you be celebrating and start taking the action on those things now? Because when you do that and you lead with that energy, you're basically telling the universe, Hey, I just had a 5k week. Hey, I just had a 5k month. And so the universe doesn't know what's fake and what's real. And that's, the universe is going to give you that 5k month because your energy is matching that. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I love that. And I love the idea of looking at how would you celebrate? I feel like I've been telling people this a lot lately. So I'm glad you mentioned it because sometimes they just need to hear it from somebody else, but it's like, how would you celebrate and then go do it? I love that. Cause it's, it's something we don't think about. It's like, what's the first thing you're going to do after you get your manifestation? Like you're either going to hug somebody or you're going to call someone or you're going to text them, or you're going to go to the spa. You're going to go to your favorite restaurant and like figure that out and then go do it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, even if you're like, okay, so let's say it's November 22nd right now. Well, when we're recording this, yeah. if your goal is to make 5k this month and you know, you're going to celebrate by going to the spa, book yourself a spa appointment for December 1st. I mean, some like that is something that doesn't even cost money. If you can do something to put some money on the line, like for me, for example, like I've already booked and paid for a vacation in January to celebrate the amazing year that I'm going to have. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you are just sending such powerful signals to the universe and the universe is going to send that back to you. And one of my clients did this recently. She was like, okay, um, I really want to sign my first 10 K client. And I can't remember the specific example. I'm pretty sure this is what she did, but she basically said I would celebrate by going to San Francisco for New Year's. She literally booked her hotel or plane ticket or something, um, to San Francisco. And then literally, I think like that next week, or I don't know, but it was within that month, at least, um, she signed her first 10 K client. Oh, I love it. It feels backwards, but that's how you shift your energy and align your energy with your desire. 
I love that. And it's like, I love that you mentioned you don't even have to put money towards it because a lot of people in my audience are like, oh, well, how can I take action as my next level self when I don't have the money like her? Well, it's like, we'll start booking things. Don't pay for it till you get there, but start booking it and then let it flow like it should. So I love that. Exactly. Exactly. Because it, it creates some urgency, which I think is important too. Oh yeah. Lights a fire under your ass, just like my Range Rover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. What is something you're currently manifesting and what are the actions you're taking to align with it? Oh my God. Okay. So I need to work on, okay. I had one example, but I'm going to have a different one instead because something better came up. (laughs) So I am manifesting my own house because I don't, well, like I semi have my own place right now, but I am just really craving my own space and I'm someone who like loves your independence. So really, really, really just am ready to have my own place. So what I'm doing to manifest that, um, I have talked to a mortgage broker in the last couple months because I, for so long, I was like, well, I'm, it's going to take me so long to get approved for a mortgage when I'm self-employed. So why even bother kind of thing? Mm. And then I was like, okay, no, I need to talk to someone, just see what the details are. Kind of like what I did with the car. And once I talked to him, I was like, oh my God, I'm like so much closer than I thought. So I talked to the mortgage broker, which actually, again, like let an fire under my ass because I was like, okay, this is like possible and it's possible soon. Um, so that was a big thing. I talked to an accountant, which is like, he, like between him and the mortgage broker, like that's financially like setting me up big time for it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm putting like, even if again, like, like I was mentioning earlier with managing my money, I put a certain percentage aside every single time a payment comes in. And even though it may not always feel like a lot, like it has added up so quickly. I've only been doing that for like maybe a month and a half. It's added up so quickly. Um, so those are three things. And then I also have it on my vision board. I'm like starting to make an effort to like research homes more and like look at like home stuff on Instagram and Pinterest and just like get excited about having my own space. And for once, because I've been like trying to do this for like a couple of years, I actually feel like I'm making progress with it. Mm, that's so exciting. Oh my God. Are you okay? So are you staying in Toronto? So I'm actually outside of Toronto right oh, okay. now. Um, I'm about like 45 minutes north of the city, but I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know where I want to live. I'm like, pretty indifferent. I just need like high speed internet and I'm good. So (laughs) it kind of just depends on my boyfriend and where he's going to be working when we have like, when we're ready to buy. So that's probably something I should start doing is researching houses in different cities and then figure out which one feels the best. Mm, that's so exciting. I can't wait to watch all of it like unfold on Insta as you like yeah, pick the house. And you guys can hold me accountable. Yeah. It would be like, how's the house going? And you're like, fuck, I haven't thought about it in a yeah. week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but um, even something I haven't done in a while that I love is just like driving and looking at nice houses. Mm, I love doing that. In like the nice neighborhoods, you're like, this is a bougie yeah. vibe I can get down with. <laughs> yes. Exactly. 
I'm obsessed. Okay. Last question that I ask every single guest that comes on the podcast. What is your number one best hack for manifestation? Oh my God. I love this. Okay. My best hack. Oh my God. This is hard. Right. There's so many. (laughs) I think for me, it's like taking the action with it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like what I was telling you, like go test drive the car. Like take that, at least take the first step in figuring it out. So like if you want a designer bag, go to that store and like touch them and feel them and see which one it is that you want. Because the more real you can make it feel, the easier it's going to be to manifest that because you'll remember it. So if you go test drive that car, you're going to remember what it smelled like, what it felt like to be in there, how you felt when you were driving it, the colors, like all these little details. And when you can remind yourself of that after the fact, you're increasing your vibration and your energy to the point where it needs to be to actually manifest it. So mm-hmm. the more real you can make it by like physically doing something in terms of what you're trying to manifest, the easier it's going to be because your energy is shifted to such a, such a higher state. Mm, that is so good yes take your action get the vibes up because we really can't receive things if we're at a different vibe like clearly we're not on Kylie Jenner's vibe because we don't have a billion dollars so we need to know what that feels like (laughs) exactly exactly and like if you don't know what it feels like to be in a Range Rover then it's a lot it's gonna be like a lot the the process is gonna be a lot slower if you don't know what it feels like to hold a Louis Vuitton bag or like smell it or see the inside of it. You know what I mean? Um, It's going to be a lot harder for you to visualize that. Mm, So good. Oh my God. This was so much fun, Kelly. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love what you're doing and I adore you. And Mm. I'm just like so impressed that someone so young has what you have and is doing what you're doing. So keep it up, girl. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Okay. Tell everybody (laughs) where they can find you. Okay. So you can find me. I have my own podcast called the Freedom Bay Podcast. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that good stuff. And then on Instagram, I am at the Freedom Babe and my website is thefreedombabe.com. Amazing. And we will have it all linked up in the show notes if that wasn't easy enough for you already. But thanks again for coming on. It's been so much fun and we have lots to update each other on. So I will be talking to you soon. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.